Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. That music can only mean one thing. It's that time again for Guys of a Certain Age. We're here in a studio, not the studio, and I noted we are, uh, this is our fourth remote location, but first, I'm here, uh, this is Jay Reed, and I'm here with... Art Shirley. In studio, and by way of technology of some sort, we have... Jay, you forgot to say three, two, one on the countdown. He did it with his fingers. I thought that was kind of an <laughs> interesting choice. Oh, well, I didn't figure you were going to start, so what did you do? Yeah, Robbie Coleman's. I'm in a car somewhere between Memphis and, and Stark Vegas. So that's about all I can say. It's a it's a secret undisclosed, undisclosed mobile location. All right. All After right. a trip to Chicago, whirlwind trip to Chicago. And let me tell you, you talk about wind. So you you know it's bad when you're in the air. You know I'm, I'm on the I'm on the Wi-Fi with United, and I get an email before we land saying that. Chicago has extremely windy conditions that may impact your 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 landing and wind conditions and weather conditions in the Chicago area. So, yeah, it That's was encouraging. Whirl, it whirlwind. Yeah, needless to say, I didn't fly my drone, but it was kind of crazy. But anyway, I digress. So this is our fourth remote location uh, broadcast. But in any case, we're going to let Robbie go ahead with his geek of the week because we don't know how long we'll have him on signal. Well, it is what it is. So as I'm landing on my flight a few minutes ago, I pop on my phone because I was a good guy and put it in airplane mode. First thing I read was the new showrunner for Doctor Who has been announced. And it's none other than Russell T. Davies, who resurrected the show back in 2005 for the BBC. He left in the early uh, 20 teens after David Tennant's run as the Doctor was finished. And his credit with reviving the show and, and kind of setting it up to, to where it is, you know, the success it's had since then. Uh, this is the first time a showrunner has returned to Doctor Who. And some folks are speculating it is a little bit of a, of a desperate move because the ratings have been in decline the past few years. Um, but on the other hand, he will be there for the 60th anniversary, um, which is a, a landmark. You know, those those big year anniversaries with Doctor Who, you, you end up with a reuniting of, of, of past doctors, actors come back or reprise their role. So uh, I'm sure the 60th anniversary uh, in 2023, that, that particular show, will have a variety of doctors scattered throughout. Uh, one doctor who probably will not be back would be Christopher Eccleston, who uh, left Doctor Who in 2005 after one season because apparently he didn't get along with powers that be who were running the show. So anyway, pretty and That would have been case. Russell T. Davis at that point. Well, well, so he's never said it was Russell T. Davies or if it was uh, uh, folks at the BBC level. But anyway, it's just, it, it's weird to have a showrunner come back um, I like some parts of the of the of the. I love it when all the showrunners come back. back. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah, but he had some great. He made some 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 great television and some stuff not so much so. So it's going to be pretty interesting. So that's cool. That's cool. It's 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 going to be different. So anyway, that's right, that's my deal. Doctor Who news before I leave you. But I'm going to okay. try to stick around because I want to hear your geeks. Okay. Uh, 
My Geek is uh, just came out from the St- family of Steve Ditko, the heirs of Steve Ditko. Steve Ditko was a comic book writer and artist, um, most well-known probably for uh, helping co-create with Stan Lee, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange back in the 60s. Uh, his heirs are suing uh, to try to get the copyright uh, back, or at least to terminate Marvel's use of the copyright so they will have sole possession of the copyright. Uh, and they're basing it on a 1976 uh, copyright law that came out. But unfortunately for them, it's probably not going to work because the copyright law is uh, only for creators that transferred their rights to a particular company or another entity. And Spider-Man and Doctor Strange were both created really as work for hire. Uh, Steve Ditko was on the staff in the Marvel bullpen at the point at that time, and uh, he created them as part of his regular duties uh, as an artist and writer for for Marvel. Um, uh, it's a little bit different than the case uh, with Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster when they were trying to get the rights to Superman back uh, years and years ago, decades ago probably now, uh, and still comes up from time to time. They actually had created Superman and brought it to uh, what was uh, National Allied uh, Publications at that point, which became DC. Hmm. So they had the character first and brought Superman to them. So it, it was, in fact, transferred. Uh with uh, with Ditko's case, and I can certainly understand that they they want to try to get you know something probably more than they've gotten uh, from uh, from those rights right now, especially as you know Spider Man and Doctor Strange are huge in the MCU. But I'm afraid it's probably not going to to happen. They may get some type of judgment. You know, sometimes those things happen where they they will give them something uh, just to kind of uh, mark their contribution uh, to the characters. And but uh, I don't think they're going to be able to uh, to be able to work that out. But it is. Uh, kind of an interesting thing to see that uh, that come up. Well, art as a as an artist, and you you've done work for hire, and you've been in, in at work. What what do you think about this? Well, I mean, I think that's kind of the the deal you take. I mean, you know, if if, if somebody is giving you regular employment, and your job uh, description is we're going to help create comic book characters, or you know, whatever your job is, uh, you know, I think that's kind of the, the the deal that you've made. You know, for a regular paycheck, you you do that. Yeah, there is. Uh, you know, you think about the Post-it note guy is always the one that mm-hmm. comes to me who who created uh, Post-it notes while he's working for 3M, and he's worked for hire. So you know, although that goes on to be a billion dollar industry for them uh he only got you know his his work check hopefully they gave him a bonus of some kind you know for it but um, i I think that's kind of the deal that you do and because of of that though you've seen so many uh of the newer comic book companies go to creator-owned uh properties so that even if you were working for uh, a comic book company um, if you create a character, it can still you still retain rights to it, and that's become an attractive thing. Obviously, if you're just starting out in the comic book industry and you're looking to have a job and you're an illustrator or a writer, uh, you're going to kind of take whatever you can. But if if you're there and you've if you've created something, uh, you know, I think now the industry is set up to where. Uh, that you get to keep some of the rights to that. So there's a whole creator-owned uh, mindset now that I think is a, is a better way to go, and it should protect those those artists and those creators. Did uh, did Bob Kane create uh, Batman under a work for hire? Uh, yes, Bob Kane and of course Bill Finger. You know, Bill uh, Finger is now credited with that, but they 
uh, yeah, he was actually tasked with the idea of creating something that, uh, you know, would because Superman was out, you know, Captain Marvel was out, and uh, and they wanted to do something that would kind of, you know, capitalize on, on the success of those heroes. So he was he was actually given the assignment, as best I understand, given the assignment of creating something that would be a new hero. So that's what he came up with. And, you know, you can go back. There's a, there's a lot of good books on it. Um, you know, there's a couple. There's a Hulu movie about uh, Bill Finger and his contributions that are, I think, are worth looking at. Um, but uh, kind of tell how that happened. I mean, you know, Bob Kane's initial drawing uh, was very different. You know, blonde-haired guy with a domino mask and some kind of uh, cape. That uh, and Bill Finger really kind of uh, created the look of, of, of Batman we know today. So what you're saying is Bob Kane created the Riddler before he created the Batman. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Does look a lot like the river, kind of like Flash Gordon with the mask on and something. And I don't. I'm not taking away from you know Bob Kane's contributions. I mean, he. I think he was the 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 motivator and the the push behind everything. Uh, I think he was he was a salesman at heart and uh, and certainly did what he could to promote Batman. So uh, you know, a lot of people and you know probably justifiably so have have some hard feelings about Bob Kane and the fact that he didn't give any of his, you know, co-creators, Bill Finger and and some of the other ones, uh, uh, any credit. Uh, But uh, I don't know that Batman would have been the success he was without both of the contributions. And the success he is, I guess I should say, the success he became. Sure. Jay, all right. all right. Do you have a geek? Of the I do have. I do have one. Yes, uh, this will still be the a, same week. Kind of a. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, went on a little bit right. too long. This will be quick. It's kind of a nod to what we're going to talk about later. Um, looking at the toy market, and I noticed that uh, McFarland has announced that there's going to be a Princess Bride set of. Well, they're calling it action figures. It's going to be uh, inconceivable. Uh, well, actually, he's not one that. of them. That's Art. the thing. Art. Really? Yeah, he's Art. not. I was going to. I was going to do that, Art. I was going to do it. Oh, I think we've lost uh, you, Robbie. I think we've, yeah, we've lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they've got uh, Fezzik, which is the Andre the Giant character, I believe, and then um, Buttercup and the Dread Pirate Roberts. I mean, that's the outfit that he's in. And yeah. then the uh, oh guy, the guy that's uh, Nigel Montoya. Yeah, that you one. You killed my father. Exactly. You better die. Yeah. <laughs> I can't recall when I'm under pressure. But all, the, all four of those. I've got him under a spotlight. Posable and, uh, and all that stuff. So I don't know. There's, there was no release, release date, but I'm curious who would. I mean, they're kind of cool to see. They're very well done. Um, but who will buy those? Yeah. That, that'd be interesting. People love that movie. It's a great movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Amazing. One but, of my favorites. Yeah. But, but, but who will buy is the there be a Is there going to be a Columbo action figure with it and a Fred Savage action figure? Is the question. Peter Falk. Oh. Yeah. Good question. Yeah, Good question. Yeah. I mean, so, you anyway. know. You, yeah. All right. Cool beans. So and then, uh, that's my major geek, my minor major geek. But I did want to kind of throw out there, it was just announced, by the time this drops, I think we'll be a few days away from the release of the Bond movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, no Time to Die. Is that right? That's right. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. The trailer I watched this morning said November, but then they've actually, I think the trailer, if you're in the theater, says uh, October 8th. Okay. So... Uh, Pumped about that. Yeah, that's going to be good for that. And uh, as we record, Foundation starts on uh, Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. Yeah, it it actually started last night. I've watched the first episode and a half. Okay, so are they dropping multiple episodes? No, no. 
they'll they'll go to every week we're just released. one and a half they're dropping one and a half episodes they, apparently they dropped the first two episodes last night that it'll be a weekly single episode release okay all right and one last thing and i do kind of wish we would talk about this sometime maybe when we're back all together is batman the audio series uh, audio adventures awesome. rather Really good. Awesome. Do you have a chance? To I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I want to. Yeah, I really it. enjoyed that. So we'll talk about that when we're all together, maybe next week. We we need to do a Jeffrey Wright themed episode. I'm telling you, he's everywhere. He is. He's everywhere. here. He's actually here today, Robbie. We're going to cut you off, and Jeffrey's going to come in. And <laughs> that's okay. I, I can live with that. So. <laughs> we just closed our if location. If we could actually him get him, too. yeah, that we could live. Yeah, but he is everywhere. Watching Constantly. because he's the watcher. That's he's right. The watcher. That's right. Yeah, I was the watcher. Yeah. Oh, I guess not. Okay, no. you're Eli. All right, Robbie. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back hey, on the other side of the break. Uh, thanks. Thanks for having me on. It's such a privilege. That's right. Tell Bonnie to stay in the road. Yeah. Okay. Right. See you guys. I'll be careful. See you. Bye. Adios. We'll be back right after this with the main section, which Jay is going to be about. It's going to be about toys. Boys. And we're back after dropping Robbie from the podcast for for a, for a minute at least or a couple. That's right. Minutes. Now we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> or we can just talk. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I, Robbie, I should be the nice. Stinger goes there. Y'all yeah. have been very nice, mostly to me when I've been out the last couple of weeks. So, and that kind of. Part of our discussion today will be based on that, but one of the things, you know, we talk about my mom a lot, and she is good about sending me ideas. Yes. And to be honest, I don't know if she Ideas actually, for the podcast? Yeah. Okay. How me, come like, we've never heard these? I bring, I bring them every now and then. You just maybe didn't realize you it was from her. You don't credit her for it. That's what <laughs> the deal credit is. her yeah. more. But somehow I got an email, and I think it was from her, about a new DC Comics toy collection, or a figurine collection, we'll yeah. call it that. And it got me to thinking because the collection was from Jim Shore. Are you familiar with I'm Jim Shore? I'm not familiar with Jim Shore. Okay, Jim Shore makes these resin figures uh, card. I mean, it's like a lot of things that are collectibles where he, you know, he'll carve out the original and then they're obviously recreated. Right. There's a lot of Santa Clauses. My dad does Santa. Okay. Um, a lot of the bases and a lot of my, my mom's into quilting. Yes. So a lot of the bases of, of whatever figure is uh, is kind of a quilt pattern. Okay. And I don't know the history and all that, but, but Jim Shore is pretty well known in the collectible figurine business. You find him in Hallmark and places like that. Uh, big with Disney. Disney has a lot of characters like that. Um, but I didn't know that he did superheroes. And so when you think about, you know, this is like the Jim Shore Fall Collection or the Jim Shore, you know, Valentine or whatever, all right. the things that he normally does or whether it has a quilt on it or Mickey Mouse. And then I get this thing with Batman. Huh. And if you look, at, you just go to jimshore.com and see the things that he offers and it's kind of fascinating because there's a there's a batmobile that's available it's not available on his website i don't think but um there's like a Catwoman, and it's uh it's pretty authentic yes i mean to say the least <laughs> in 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 ways that you um you know in ways that you yeah you shouldn't think about <laughs> <laughs> yes, but in other words, quick it's not head a turn into the microphone <laughs> as I looked at Catwoman. It's not a uh, it's not a cartoonish thing, except for the fact that it is the original cartoon, and it's. I'm thinking it's the original. Well, some of it looks like the original, um, like TV series, but not necessarily. You know, it's not. A recent. lot of this stuff looks to me like '70s era 
Batman and Robin stuff, uh-huh. except for Har- Harley Quinn's here, so obviously she didn't come right. out until after the animated series. But the take on the Joker looks very much like uh, Neil Adams' Jim Aparo uh, Joker from the 70s. Okay, so, so it's not the, TV, the classic TV series, but it is the... Right. It's, it's, it's not what, it was what was going on after the series in, in the comic book world, where they took him... Uh, a little darker and uh, not as dark as he got to be with mm-hmm. Frank Miller's Dark Miller, Dark Knight, but um, certainly darker and kind of as a reaction to the campy 60s series. Uh-huh. But he still had, you know, the blue cowl, the mm-hmm. yellow oval uh, bat signal, uh, bat symbol. Uh-huh. So there's probably what there's like about 10 different yeah. things there. There's a there's a Batman and I mean, a Superman and Lex Luthor. There's a Wonder Woman and Cheetah. That one you just pulled up is like a 3D version of a comic book cover, which I thought was maybe the coolest thing on there. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, this is actually a a Jim Aparo cover itself right here that they've done. Yeah, that that one was the. I mean, that, if I was going to buy any of them, I think it would probably be that one. But I did notice, you know, if you look through his stuff, there is um, a bunch of DC, and I don't. I think he's a DC fan. I read somewhere, couldn't pull it back up, but. I read somewhere that he was just a DC fan, and I guess that's why he chose to do this. I don't think he's got any Marvel stuff um, on his site just yet, but a pretty good collection. And so you can see on the bottom of what's that? I can't see from where I'm sitting, but what's on the bottom of the uh, of the stand there with that Batman figure you're looking at? Uh, a couple of bat, uh, a ring of bat symbols and a triangle to break them up. Right. So there's no. Uh, it's not a quilt like normal, but it's you know related to the character. And the Catwoman has. Uh, a cat and some diamonds. I don't know if the diamond has anything to do with Catwoman, but um, in any case. But he also has Superman and Wonder Woman here, too. So it's not just Batman. Correct. It's all it's deep, but it's very much all DC. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I don't see yeah. any Marvel. I looked at the list of products and yeah. brand that I didn't see. He has some peanut stuff. The uh-huh. Grinch is there. Right, right. So when I looked this up to see what all was available, and them, they're really kind of cool. They're well done. They're very well done. Um when I Googled it to find it, I also discovered some Precious Moments Batman figures. What? Yes. So this is all kind of like, you know, my mom's into Jim Shore, so that's that link. Um, my wife has a significant Precious Moments collection, but she has no Batman. Um, there's not as many. And actually, if you go to Precious Moments, it's not on their site. It's under the the Hamilton... Uh, what's it called? It was the Bradford Exchange uh, Hamilton Collection. And there's a, a pretty good handful. Gosh, you've got, is that the Incredibles that I'm seeing on the far right of your screen there? Um, yeah. So so this is something that I you know was kind of unexpected. Again, Precious Moments has a lot of different collections. It has Disney. It has kind of the same themes running, um, except uh, nativity scenes and all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden you've got... Batman, Precious Moments Batman standing there with Precious Moments Catwoman. Yeah, and that's definitely from the 60s. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that looks like the Julie Newmar Catwoman Mm -hmm. with uh, Adam West Batman. And and they've got one with Batman and Robin getting into the Batmobile, which Uh is cool. Yeah, and they if you go to the Hamilton Exchange or Hamilton Collection, Bradford Exchange page, it has a few others. So it's got, I think it... (laughs) Under that Batman and uh, Catwoman figure, it says "Forever Yours" or something like that, and they've got another um, Batman and Catwoman from the from the series, from the TV series. I think that are standing there. Uh, basically, says the same thing underneath it, but it's the more quote unquote realistic characters. 
So, yeah, if you just type in Batman right there in your search, it'll give you that list. They do have at least one Marvel figure, but I can only find the Hulk. But um, so you can see we've got it's got a good a Joker with a Joker mobile that collection that you've got pulled up. And they've got looking at these, they've got a more realistic set, mm-hmm. and then they've got the very stylized with the big head kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, is, I the guess precious moments, the precious moments. Yeah, that's that style. Yeah, but they so the all, everything's coming from the same. Bradford Exchange, I guess, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. So they have two, it's, it's two different things. I don't know who makes the the more realistic. Right. They're figures. different different things that are just carried by Bradford Exchange. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because it does say Precious Moments. It's got the trademark on it, but um, on the press on the little cute kid <laughs> kid ones, the, the 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 plump faces and all that kind of stuff. But there is a there's a Hulk one that they make as well. It's not Precious Moments, but all this kind of got me to thinking is that we have moved. From, if you look at Kenner made the Star Wars figures, Kenner made the starting lineup figures, uh, and then you got McFarlane, which made you know kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. And if you go in now, like I used to go to Walmart, I used to work at Walmart, and I would get the starting lineups and that sort of thing, and the and the yeah. Batman figures. Now, if you go in, it's pretty much wrestling. Uh, yeah. There's still some some superhero stuff. And there's uh, a little bit of some of the other TV shows. But okay. you don't see the sports nearly like you used to. Of course, Kenner quit making the starting lineups a while ago. McFarlane just doesn't sell them in, in stores like Walmart. I think they may still have some stuff right. coming out. But I just thought we have moved into a new era of superhero figures yeah. when we're into precious moments. That's different. Yeah, And but, Jim Shore. But, you know, I keep thinking you're going to say Jim Shorts, by the way. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but you know that Hallmark has done has had ornaments and things of superheroes oh, yeah. forever. So I mean that's kind of a little bit you know out of what you typically would think of would be. And I know in the with the '60s TV show there was some stuff that crossed over into you know because everybody wanted a piece of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know it's it certainly I mean this stuff you know I mean you're looking at stuff that's selling for. Sixty-five, yeah. hundred dollars. Yeah. Some of these things. So yeah, that's that's big. That's big. It's it, you know you wonder. Okay, where where are those buyers? Right. You, you know you're, who's buying that? Yeah. 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 So I mean, because precious moments. That, that would be the kind of thing. Like a few years ago, uh, my wife was a University of Florida grad, yeah. and she knew Danny Warfel. Uh-huh. Uh, like actually knew him, and so the year after he graduated. She, they made a, a starting lineup figure yeah. of him, and I thought, well, I collect them. She knew him. This would be a good gift yeah, for right. her. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's what I'm wondering. My if, dad a ping if, pong table. if somebody's collecting precious moments, they might think, okay, you know, my significant other is a Batman fan, right. or a comic book fan. Let me get these as kind of, you know, uh, a nod to <laughs> a nod to that our collective that interest. Yeah, right. That's right. So yeah. That's probably. Uh, I mean, about and it. they're very well done. I mean, they're they're oh, yeah. and they're cute as they can be. But it's just like, am I going to have one of these, or you know, am I going to spend my money on something from uh, uh, Todd McFarlane's uh, shop, exactly. McFarlane's shop? But um, I will say, you know, the the stuff that you we looked at before, Jim Shore mm-hmm. stuff. I could see getting some of that. I, how big is? I didn't look at the size of the thing. Do you have any idea? How Gen- I didn't see the size either. But generally, they're. I'm sure the listeners can see me. 10, 12 inches tall? Probably so, maybe a little bit smaller. Yeah. But they looked taller. I'm, I don't know if I've got it still pulled up. But, okay. But they were, um, 
Let's see. That's, so they're a substantial piece to have on your shelf. The the Catwoman is eight inches tall, eight and a half inches okay. tall. Okay. So yeah, it would be a substantial piece. That's with piece. base. Yeah. Okay. So right. Okay. Pretty tall. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting that you mentioned the Hallmark. I was in there the other day, and of course mm-hmm. they've already got uh, a large number of their this year's Christmas ornaments right. on the wall. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you've paid much attention to this, but over the years, because I used to get a football player ornament every year okay. for a while. But that was back when they were kind of doing vintage stuff like Montana and Rice and yeah. Dorset and those kind of guys that I grew up watching. Now I don't really know the NFL players. And so right. unless it's somebody that went to Ole Miss right, State, right, I, I don't, right. I don't yeah. pay attention. But but they've really expanded their whole, like the Star Wars. You can buy a Death Star tree topper now, and I don't. It, it's it's pretty expensive, but yeah. I mean, somebody that is really into it would probably love it. But they've really expanded their Star Wars. Does line. it explode on the twenty sixth? That would be cool. <laughs> or possibly, what, what do you, uh, we're not so liable for first that. Of the if somebody year does that. Yeah, but that in the and they have all kinds of superhero stuff now. They have all kinds of um, the sports is not quite, but it's almost like the movie stuff and uh-huh. the, the pop culture stuff has overtaken. Yeah. The traditional Christmas ornaments. Yeah. You still have first, you know, first house and first year of marriage and first right. baby's first year. All that kind of stuff is still yeah. there, but the they've really expanded all that pop culture kind of stuff. Yeah. So that, you said mainstreaming it. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, and, and granted, the success of the movies. I mean, you know, has been has been working us that way for a long time. But it it certainly still seemed like there was. A geek culture that might be into the collectibles more so than anybody else, and now it's become something that you know your 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 mom may come yeah. home and say, "Hey, look, I got I found this for you." And like, okay, thanks. This is great, right. and that, you know it is great, but uh, it's just kind of like that's weird. Well, the the stuff I I wondered, especially going back to the um, the Princess Bride figures, yeah. that kind of I, I, it's really cool to see. Yeah, I would love to own it. Yeah. you know, in a way, and I would love to own all these DC figures, all the right. Jim Shore stuff. But for me, it's a matter of – when we were talking about doing this uh, topic, I said, well, I'm going to do some research and yeah. go into my closet and see because I've got – that's where all my, my toy collections are in boxes. Uh-huh. And I'm – you know, I'm not getting rid of that, but I don't really have a lot more space for even more boxes. So are I certainly these, don't have display space. Yeah. Do you think these things are the things that collectors that are interested in investments might want to look at because they may or may not be – as overwhelmingly popular as some of the other things. So it's like, hey, you know, can you believe they did a Princess Bride set? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the whole set unopened, you know. Oh, okay. Maybe. It's Maybe. hard to judge, you know. If, there, if there's that interest for it, it depends on what I the misjudged a lot when yeah. I was buying toys yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Whenever you bought the thing and said, this is bound to be a collector's item, it very rarely was. Yeah, yeah. or else I bought it when it was a collector's item, and then now it's not. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I paid yeah, that collector that's right. price. I think that. the Pokemon cards we have somewhere have, have, have come back, but I'm not sure. You know, yeah. all the, uh, the uh, Beanie Baby stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got – I used to have a lot more Beanie Babies because yeah. I – like I said, I used to work at Walmart, and I would have kind of first dibs after the toy so you department So you were guy. denying children Beanie Babies. Um, well, I had to go all the way to hall, all the way to the local store, which was down the street, yeah. to get those. So I wasn't first dibs on that. Okay, but I was definitely denying kids <laughs> the starting lineup. Sorry, Walmart. kids, we're all out of those. <laughs> we don't have any more. Yeah, yeah, but that was like I got a uh, you know the thing was the certain. 
I can't remember if it was a Joker figure or a Riddler figure or something in the Batman lineup that was supposed to be super rare. Yeah. And, you know, I found one and, and then turned out, you know, later when you find a clearance buggy and it would be full of that figure, you know, so you kind of lose that. So, but, but I did, I was thinking, I think, was it last week or the week before y'all talked about um, the Spider-Man comic that had surpassed yeah, it was last time, last time, yeah, surpassed the uh, right. the Superman. I've had two Spider-Man geeks in a row. Wow, well, look oh, at you, yeah. So uh, I've thought about what if the comic books are selling for that. I wonder what toys are selling yeah. for. And the only thing that I could find that was anywhere close to that was like a a GI Joe that was a. Uh, not a composite. What's the word? Prototype. Yeah. GI Joe figure prototype with like a hand sewn outfit, twenty one right. posable, had gone for like two hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Uh, nowhere close to the millions that yeah the, the comic, comic books are bringing in for, for some reason. And that, there aren't that many that do, but I mean, you know, the, the ones that do, it's just like, oh my gosh. And you know, I mean, when it was Superman and Batman back in thirty eight and forty. You know, they oh, know who would have those, but 62, you start thinking, okay, people might have those. Uh-huh. You know, people like Mike, you might actually know somebody that has those. Um, to, to wrap this up, let me ask you, what would be uh, a franchise or a lineup that you would like to see commemorated in one of these precious moments or one of these other kind of commemorative things from Bradford Exchange? Is there something that out there that you would go, I wish they would, I wish they would do this. They've probably done, Star, like you said, Star Wars, Star Trek, those things maybe mm-hmm. are there. But is there something out there that, that you haven't seen that you just, you know, would really be blown away if they did that? Well, I haven't thought that through. But, I mean, I, I, it would be interesting to see it. I guess the weirdest thing would be, I thought seeing DC in yeah. Jim Shore would be weird. If Jim Shore did sports figures. Yeah. That would be like another step in the in the uh, extreme direction, I guess, or the mainstreaming direction, or whatever yeah. you want to call it. But I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of what I what I watch. Maybe uh, I don't know. Just more more of this. I, what What did you have in mind when you asked? Me? Well, it's, <laughs> I, I didn't have anything, and then it hit me. I said the Alien franchise would be one that I would hardly suspect. But could you imagine that with the precious moments? And you've got Ripley with the big head, and you know, uh, you know, the the Alien kind of stylized like that. It, it could almost be kind of cute. I mean, you know, thinking about it, maybe a you know, chess buster scene. You know, well, it's kind of like the Funko Pops. I saw that they were yeah. doing um, and Funko Pops episode of What If and Funko. Yeah. So they got the we see that, that, and we do see that. And Funko Pops. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, and and you see, I'm sure Nick Farland has some alien stuff. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I, yeah. I would be surprised. Yeah. If but he I didn't. would just think the precious moments when you look at those things, you go, "Wow, that would be pretty bizarre." Well, if he had, the, if he had the, I've got almost every kind of Jerry Rice figure ever made. Yeah, but I don't have a precious moments okay. Jerry Rice. So you so got to get that one. That would be, yeah, that would be fun. All right, that's pretty cool. All right. Well, I think that will that will carry us through the day on this uh, yeah. on the on the Jim Shore precious moments. And we'll let my mom remind us if there's anything uh, that we've missed here. So yeah, and for, uh, and apparently your ideas aren't getting through, Miss Reed. So uh, you may need to contact us directly with these ideas. Or, like I said, they're being uh, claimed by Jay. So. Well, apparently she's going up and, and getting gelato and talking to Robbie. Anyway, he's got some secrets. That oh, I think so I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm unaware okay. of. So, or at least I've forgotten in my certain age all right we'll hope robbie gets back safely and jay will we'll see you later and all right thanks for joining us we'll see you next time